Deshaun Watts on the track. Seuss, Don One, Rubor, Quill, The Gift, and yours truly, Fred Nuts. I'm one in a million with a million dollar flow. Fred DiBiase got the power in it, though. If it's a problem, let me know or I suggest you let it go. Cause it ain't worth the problems that'll be knocking at your jail. Oh man, please don't make me hurt you. Disrespect the boss, ain't get treated like Virgil. Cause when I write raps, it's beyond your price tag. He's a waste man. Welcome, welcome everybody back to Around the Blocks with Mike Knox. The Z is silent. I am your host, Mike Knox, and indeed I spell name, name, my name, brother, with three X's because like said, Gaspar, the true life, real American hero, I am hardcore. And as always, people, I got my right hand man, Oos. Get him for me, Oops. The Z is Oh, yeah. I'm back. It feels really good to be back on the air. Mr. Dice Man, a.k.a. Dice Man Holler, a.k.a. Mr. Z is Silent, a.k.a. Your mama's favorite daddy, a.k.a. This is a new one. Big Kithk. Big Champ in the chat. <laughs> Big Kithk. What's going on, brother? What's going on, yo? Welcome to the program another week the wrestlemania backlash pay-per-view sounds weird right was last night and, and let's just be honest it wasn't great but it did not suck and we will talk suck. about we will talk about that today as well as what's to come for raw tonight also on the program joining us anytime now will be the son of the late great flying brian pillman aka flying brian pillman jr will join the program here today. But also, uh, a year ago today, we lost a friend of mine, friend of the program, one Mr. Shad Gaspar, and I want to still always give my condolences out to him. Hope his wife and his son is doing uh, uh, better and getting stronger physically and mentally uh, in their time and their way. But also, uh, over this past weekend, we were also, unfortunately, by the loss, as you saw, the 10-bell salute for one new Jack of the uh, uh, the American Gangsters, ECW original, if you will, so to speak. And I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be real with you guys. And I've always done that as my name is Mike Knox, 3Xs. Look it up. Matter of fact, Google me. Are you I'm Googleable? Googleable. I am Googleable. Googleable. I'm Googleable. If you don't have, If you don't have more than five results when somebody Googles you, you are not Googleable. That's like having five title belts to be a belt king. Hashtag to Instagram. Need five belts to be a king. Five pages I'm a disciple to be right now. I'm okay. a disciple. I'm about to move up to a night school. <laughs> so uh, basically, all this right now going on, and we have lost New Jack. And the thing about this New Jack when this came down, I was then found out this news. I was like, wow, that's crazy. 
But I have to be honest and I got to be real. I have never been the biggest New Jack fan. I became a Super Jack fan after they did the dark side of the ring and I got to see different things inside the historian. My wife asked me today as I was getting for the show, why did I become a fan later in life? And I told her the truth. I said, hey, babe, listen, I- I'm a wrestling fan like my children. Those who know my kids, let's just say they thought the zombie lumberjack match last night was interesting. Okay. So we're going to move on from there. So I watch wrestling like my children would watch wrestling. So when I saw you know, New Jack and him getting the ring. I'm like, yo, this is like cats outside my crib right now. Throwing cans in the way he was cussing and, and his promos. It was something super, super real about it that was so real for me. I didn't accept it. And I don't real know Igerish. why. It was, real it, was, it, was, it was very Igerish. So I didn't like it. But again, he grew on me like most professional wrestling grew on me. I got remember in the program, Tully Blanchard interviewed him several times. And I told him, like, when I was a kid, I hated the Four Horsemen. I didn't like the Four Horsemen until I became an adult. You know what I mean? It's like, it was what that one meme say when, when you're a kid, Dice, you are a superhero fan. When you're an adult, you understand the villain, right? Yeah, so now it's me. You understand the villain. So uh, with that being said, guys, we're going to go ahead real fast and cut this to why you, some of you should be here. And that is for the man of the hour. He don't have to be sweet because there ain't nothing sour about him. Did you not see the meme? Did you not see the mullet? And like his father, oh, he's flying, and he's a Brian, but he's flying Brian Pillman Jr. Welcome to the program, flying Brian Jr. How you doing, brother? How are you? How are you? How are you? How are you? Uh, look at the hair just looking all magnificent. What do you do to keep it so well, really tame like that? We got Zoom action on there. Yeah, there it is. There you go. With the gaming chair. What you be gaming on? I see the gaming chair. Oh, yeah. Playing some Mortal Kombat, you know, trying to how to beat Baron when I get back to work. <laughs> well, really good. I, I love some Mortal Kombat, not good at it all, but my son might whoop your ass. <laughs> if I can't beat you, I get my little kids on you. But let's go ahead and kick off with this, Brian. This Wednesday night for the AEW Tag Team Championships, the Young Bucks come out talking trash. The number two contenders. Okay, the number two contenders, they, they skipped the ladder a little bit. The Varsity Blondes will take on, I'm just going what I call them, Super Kick well, Parties. With SCU breaking up, we're the number one, you know, so. Well, you know, did they actually file the tag team papers for breaking up? You got to file these things. Oh, <laughs> they, 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 yeah, they get the registration papers. They're, 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 they're. <laughs> All right, so the new number one contenders on the market. Okay, the Hollywood Blondes, or not the Hollywood Blondes, if you will, so to speak, but the Varsity Blondes. Um, are you ready for this Wednesday night on Dynamite? Uh, you know, I would like I always tell the referee when he asks me if I'm ready, I say, I'm born ready. God, if and you, that's, if, that's if you say it, you ain't got to get ready, right? Blade movie. It was Blade 2. Yeah. I'm born ready, motherfucker. <laughs> Blade 2 changed the game. Everybody thought it was going to be the Matrix 2, but Blade 2 came out first and changed the special effects and, and made the game a little different there. But anything in store for Super Kick Party this Wednesday night on Dynamite? Uh, there's going to be there's going to be there's going to be some super kicks, that's for sure. <laughs> where they'll be coming from. Uh, but uh they're going to be coming from somebody and they're going to be hitting their target. So stay tuned and uh no, I think I think it's going to be a very exciting match. I think it's going to be very uh, a very back and forth match, you know. I think I think a lot of people don't expect us to be able to hang with the best tag team in the world, but you know, there's a reason that we're the number one contenders. There's a reason that we've been farming dark for for months now and racking up wins, and, and we've been 
we've been itching for a win. You know, we've been itching for a spot on Dynamite. We've been itching for a title shot. You know what I mean? So it just so happens that they want to give us a you know give us a chance on on Dynamite. You know, we've we've been in the rings with FTR. We've been in the ring uh, with all these guys. So we're at this level. This is the level we're at now, and people got to either deal with it or you know move on with their lives. Well, they can't move on until they get past this Wednesday. Like you just mentioned, clearly, y'all tore up dark. You kept it going. I'm a tag team wrestling aficionado. Okay, so it's, I understand a good tag team, and I see one. I like how you guys work in the ring, cut off the squared circle the way that you guys do. Are you going to call your shot? Can you call your shot? Or am, I, am I talking to the future one half of the AEW tag team champions right now? I think you are. I think, I think, I think you're looking at – it's going to be a huge upset because, you know, a lot of people don't expect the varsity blondes to come out on top. A lot of people, they think they know the inner workings of the business. They think they know this, they know that. All these smart fans, they think they think they know what to expect, but I don't know. I think the timing's right. You know, you got a couple young guys that have been kicking their ass and they're coming up to, to face the young bucks who are sort of taking shortcuts and, and, and doing everything else in the book except wanting to have a real wrestling match. Well, for the varsity blondes, we don't do this ironic wrestling we don't do this 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 bullshit style we have a real style a very strategic style and a very athletic style and, and these guys are gonna be in for something else if they aren't ready so <laughs> well the bucks have been talking trash taking personal jabs at you have you heard about that uh, going into this match yeah i have i've seen that you know he's referencing my dad and you know obviously him being a former wcw tag team champion you know i don't take that lightly so He's gonna keep, you know, keep my family in his mouth, and I'm gonna kick him in his mouth. You know what I'm saying? See, see, you mess up my daddy. Now I gotta get that ass. I'm gonna go to my car and I'm gonna get my gun. All right. Um, shout out to my man Mo Eaton. It's a nine millimeter. Oh, you know, see, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so you do own, but you still got that. Actually, you just wipe off the prints now. Um, but you can't wipe your short gun. Don't need to wipe it off. You know who it belongs to. It's registered. Um. Mo underscore Eaton says, what Jordans you wearing on Wednesday night? Me, I don't wear Jordans because I'm not a, you know, I, I wear wrestling shoes in the wrestling ring. <laughs> See that? No Jordans. <laughs> I have Jordans, but I don't wear them in the ring. Well, I think he meant like to the arena because you always do have them on when you're going into the arena. I think he meant more of that than in the ring. Well, I got my rookie of the year once, you know, because I'm the rookie okay. of the year. Mm. You know, so. So, the PWI 2000. 19 rookie of the year. There it is. It's, it, look at that. Just showing yeah, off. Just showing off. Why I wear my rookie of the year Jordan one. You know? All right. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is that an accomplishment that, that, that Pops win rookie of the year? No, but Steve Austin did. Okay. Okay. So on the way to bigger and better things. Oh, that, is that coffee in that cup? Are you hiding? Because in mine, I am drinking the also ever good. Uh, just, uh, just, just some tea. There's some tea. Oh, this looks like tea. A little evening tea. This, this, this looks like tea. It's evening tea, too. <laughs> Try to do that for you. Um, but um, mentioning, um, like I said, we had you on the show over on the La Spaza show on um, a couple months back, WrestleMania, going towards WrestleMania weekend, all the different things were happening for you guys at that time. So Wednesday night, plans going here in AEW uh, on Dynamite, making the big splash on the on the mainstream there, and then coming in hot to win the title. He's already guaranteed victory. The rookie of the year is guaranteeing victory. You're not looking past the young bucks or the bucks of youth, are you? I mean, you, I mean, you got to think. They've got a, lot of, uh, they got a lot of film out there. They've got a lot of matches out there. They've been doing this game for a long time. Uh, you know, they, they, they kind of started this 
revolution of indie wrestling and this type of style of wrestling. So, so we've, we've been doing a lot of our homework, you know what I mean? And, and there's no shortage of footage on the Young Bucks. There's no shortage of, uh, of repetition. You know, it's sort of the same old song and dance that we've seen for the past couple of years, you know, to, to the point where they built AEW. And, and so, you know, we were a part of that. We were a part of the building blocks of this company. I've been working, I've been wrestling for AEW now for over a year. So um, it's officially, it's officially, I've been a year, there a year. And I think that I've done my homework in that time frame. And I was also a part of the very first AEW pay-per-view, the first Tell Row Nothing. So right. I wouldn't count out Brian Pillman Jr. And I wouldn't count out the Varsity Blondes as a couple of guys that, that take this business very seriously. You know, we're not looking to show up and, and, and try to let them, lead the way and, and, and try to try to tell us what to do and, and try to bully us in the ring. I think they're going to, you're going to see a couple, you're going to see a couple generals out there and they're going to be named. I like that. Brian Pillman Jr. And Griff Garrison. You know. I, I like that. Let them know who Griff Garrison is and Brian Pillman Jr. is because a type of people hear the name and they just automatically want to flock to it. It's, it's the name. It's a, it's a, it's a well-loved, beloved name in professional wrestling. So you automatically get a lot of people's eyes on you so once you have those eyes you do got to show up you got to deliver you got to deliver in that squared circle and you got to deliver um when you're talking about your opponents but i think you're doing very very well right now something that your father did also very very well now like i said we spoke to you a while back on the Spaza show and this is before dark side of the ring aired now we're talking to you after dark side of the ring aired do you think they did a good job in portraying the story uh the best way they could yeah, I think it was a great show. Uh, I think my whole family was, was very happy with uh, how we were able to get our stories out. And, uh, and you know, they highlighted the, the important parts of, of, of the downside and the negative negative effects of his death and how it, how it affected our family and stuff. But also, you know, the positives and, and how we brought everything back together. You know, me and my sister are doing great now. You know, I'm, 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 I'm having this career in AEW, you know, she's now having a kid and getting married. So awesome. it's good. It's good that the things came back around, but it was, it was important for us to show, to showcase, you know, what went on, you know, so people understand our story and don't think that we had everything handed to us because it was never, it was never easy for, for us kids and, and stuff. And, and even Aunt Linda who stepped up and, and did so much, you know, she didn't have kids of her own. So she sort of took on that role of our mother and, uh, and, and kind of got us on the right path. So. I know sitting down and watching with my wife, my wife loves documentaries and my, my wife's a fan of just old wrestling, old school wrestling in itself. And so she, she remembered them. She, and the one thing that stuck out of her most in that I can mean, was your aunt, uh, Belinda, I think her name was, I don't know if I said it wrong. I apologize. Um, uh, doing that and how she got the family together and like that. Now, how, how do you feel about having, you know, the world now is different than what it was 25 years ago. Everybody wants to know your business, whether they deserve to know it, which nobody does anyway, but they're poking at the bear to know your, to know about your ins and outs. Are you okay with that? Uh, some of the things that came out in that uh, uh, dark side of the ring. Am I okay with just the overall, just overall, just poking and prying and bringing up old things. No, I think I think that we were looking, you know, we were looking forward to to getting all that off our chest, and we were looking forward to sharing our story. So I don't think that we were uh, bothered by it. I think it was it was time, you know, it was really time for us to to come together as a family and stuff. And and the dark side of the ring guys, you know, they're coming out from Vice TV, and they couldn't mm -hmm. be any nicer. Like they're just the nicest group of guys, and and they just want to tell a good story. And 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 we and I personally thought that our family had a great story to tell. And, and I think that was evident by you know having a whole two-hour special. I mean, I mean, you could have a whole, you could have a whole series done on my father's career. You could have a movie on it or something. You know what I mean? It's it, it, it's a good story. Um, 
about how, you know, the, you know, the tragedy of his death and, and what led up to it, you know, a guy that, you know, wouldn't take no for an answer and, and constantly wanted to be the best he could be, be the best performer he could be. And, uh, but that ultimately led, you know, to his downfall, but then to see, you know, what we're doing today and, and how wrestling's changed and, and how someone uh, like me can succeed in the business and, and try to avoid those pitfalls. You know, I think it's a wonderful story. Not just the wonderful story. And again, I remember saying this to you when I interviewed you over um, on the, as I said, the Spaza show, uh, I was a huge flying Brian Pillman mark. It, it just, he just, one of those guys that you saw that stood out. And again, at the time I was a super, it's like I grew with your dad. I was a face with him. And as he became a hill, I became a hill. Also uh, just thinking about that time in my life. Like I was always loved, like I'm a huge dusty roads mark. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so I, I just love that. I hated the four horsemen, but I mean, I interviewed Tully. He was like, I, we hated when guys said they loved us. Like we didn't want you to love us. We wanted you to hate us. That's what you, as, as, as yeah. when you go out there and the you have a story to tell wrestling is storyline and without storyline, what do you have? So moving forward, Brian, moving forward in your storyline, you can paint the picture right here before we let you go. Tell us your storyline right now. Who's ever watching the bucks of youth, uh, 3d Academy, all of them out there, Knox pro Academy, all of them out there learning to whoever you want to come at, come at them right now, Brian. Well, you know, I, I think, I think that there's, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of intensity between me and Griff Garrison and, and how, how strongly we want these tag titles. You know, I think that if we win them, you know, it's going to be the ultimate reward. It's going to be the ultimate, you know, through, through all the sacrifices we've made over this year and all these matches we've had, you know, risk the risk of getting injured and, and, and grinding it out on dark and, and being treated as sort of a lesser tag team. Well, I think, you know, you look at the statistics now, you look at the records now, and yeah, maybe we haven't had a, a huge win on Dynamite yet, but I think that's what's going to make this all the more special is when we walk out of there on Wednesday night with those titles. And... And then you look at the other side of the coin is, is what if we do lose? You know what I mean? It, it, it would be tragic to, to go through all that and work so hard and to fall on our faces. But we're definitely not going to go out and out of fight. And, and maybe if we do, maybe if we do fail, you never know. We might get frustrated at one another. You know, there might be a little turmoil, you know, but we have we have Julia in the mix now. And uh, she, you know, she's like our sixth man. You know, she's like the, 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 the school spirit that we needed. You know what I mean? She's the morale boost that we needed. And we're all one big unit. You know, we've come together as a unit. And I think we look like a we look like a, a very good group. We look like stars, you know. So you put us out there and, and all the timing's right. You know, we got the jackets, we got the girl, we got every reason in the world to go out there and win on Wednesday night. So uh, uh, there it is. Wednesday and beyond. The future is bright for flying Brian Pillman Jr. Brian, I want to thank you for coming on. I appreciate you, my brother. Can't wait to see big things for you in the future. The next time when you become world champion and bigger champions and champions on top of champions, you can always come back to the barbershop. All right? Don't yeah. be too big for your britches. All right? Don't do that. Too. <laughs> but don't lose the hair. Don't lose the hair. We love it. Thank you guys for having me. As always, guys, listen. Stand on your feet, y'all. Flying Brian Pelman Jr. Check out the hair if you don't know anything else. Watch him on Wednesdays on AEW, y'all. Thank you, Brian. Let's Thank see you. Hey, guys, we are back. Listen, we're going to take a break, and then we'll be right back after this, y'all. In a world where the lines of fiction and reality are blurred, no one pushed the boundaries further than Jerome Young. 
a.k.a. New Jack. When New Jack jumped off that balcony and just kind of swan-dived or whatever you would call that dive onto the, the guys below, just from a visual, it was stunning. Ray Candy was over down south, Memphis, Tennessee, Georgia. Ray trained me, and it didn't take long for, it, for him to train me and to put me in the ring. He told me to go for it. And one of the things he always told me was, he was like, New Jack, create something that you've never seen before. When audiences thought they'd seen it all, New Jack took it to a whole new level. You want to talk about violence? Violence to you might be pushing by the figure four. Violence to me is taking a can of gas and pouring it on you and setting you on fire. Like me or not, I didn't come up here to be like. I came up here to get paid. An original gangster. An original ass whooping. An original thug. I got a criminal record. I got a college degree. I've been on both sides of the fence. Whether you want to call it a work or a shoot, if you get on me, I'm going to get on you back. If you want to work, we can work. If you want to shoot, I'll beat your ass. This was a guy who was unique and who probably could only rise to prominence in a crazy world like professional wrestling. He's a lunatic. He has a reason for being a lunatic. You know, you go into his childhood and things that, you know, happened to him that probably shaped some of his outlook on things. To me, wrestling has always been about, can you make me believe that you are the person you are purported to be? And he had that from the start. I got a college education and a criminal record, so I know how to make decisions. I don't need nobody out here cheering for me, and most of all, partner, I don't need you. He was two people. There was New Jack, who was in the ring, who was that crazy dude who would jump off balconies and, and, and hit you with stuff. But then there was Jerome Young. And there was that kid that you would, you know, you would see when you were driving on the road who would give you the shirt off his back, who would give you his car, who would do anything for you, who would sit there and talk about his children. I truly feel that the reason why Jack was so violent, so extreme, because the way he grew up, his childhood, his upbringing, I think that plays a part in who he is. I mean, it has to. New Jack, for a lot of people, was that fearful wrestler because nobody could talk the talk and walk the walk that uh, New Jack did. Jack always was a personality that you could believe in him because he believed in him and he believed in him so much that he became him. Jerome Young was quite an individual. And deep in his heart, he was every bit of New Jack that he could offer. And and we are back. We are back around the blocks with Mike Knox. The Zia Silent Wrestling Show. Thank you, Mr. Pillman Jr., for coming on the program. And aka Big Gift, what are you doing? What are you doing? Thank you. Hey, 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 hey. I got a criminal record and a college degree. <laughs> Boy, country is a bug. <laughs> got a promo that he cut so dope. From, oh, I showed my wife, and I said, this is reasons why I didn't pay attention to this, but I wish I would have, and why so many blacks I know loved New Jack. Yo, he just says, yo, OJ, thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> I said, yo, this man is insane. Right As he now. married a white woman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's I absolutely, the new Jack. yes, I love that. I love that. I love that. But let's talk about 
what took place last night, people. And I'm just sorry, Dice. If you don't mind, can I just have a moment? Can I just a, a moment? I just need this is a moment of time, space, and ecstasy. Because people don't understand something. They don't understand how I've been telling y'all for five. Sorry, mama. Motherfucking years that he is the tribal chief, that he is the end all to be all. Cesaro is your favorite guy, right? He's that guy. He's that math technician that everybody wants to love. Oh, Roman can't go with him. Remember that's that same shit y'all should spew about John Horatio Rodriguez Cena that he proved y'all wrong? Thank you, Dice Man. Saying my guy can't go? Do you understand how great the tribal chief is? It has spilt over into my house. Acknowledge me. You can't hear them. I but can't hear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but they know, and I know, like you should know. So you need to understand something about Roman Reigns. He can wrestle. He can talk. He got the look. He is the end all to be all. And all the trash has to stop about Roman and he can't go. He won that damn match last night clean. And that shocked everyone. Except for you guys because you said, and I quote, they can do no wrong with what they're going to do. No matter what it is, it will not miss. That's not what I wanted, but that's what I got. And I'm completely satisfied with it, brother. The court is now in session, your honor. Listen, I did say this. I said this last week. Last week, I said it. I looked y'all right in the camera. I got my gavel back. Mm. Must be crafting a plate tonight. Oh, that's for me. I said it. WWE could do no wrong with it. And Big Kithk in the chat. (laughs) I was right. He was right. I was right. He was right. More so, the, the story isn't, the story actually isn't even about Roman at this point. And that's what's so great about it. Roman is just like, he's like the cherry on the top. That's what he is. He's the cherry on the top. The real thing is the Usos. <laughs> the real thing is the Usos. I'm sorry. I have to pause you because you stopped on Queen Cuella DeVille, the greatest <laughs> women's wrestler of all the times. Okay, go ahead. I'm just saying, man. Like, I mean, for the past year, we've seen Jay up his game. He upped his promo game, his mic talk, even though his mic talk, it was, it was fine. But he upped it even more. His in-ring ability plateaued up. And now we're getting his brother, and his brother still looked good. He still looked good in that ring. He still looked good in that ring. I was a little scared a couple bumps that he took. I, I was looking at the knee a little bit. You know, he was selling it. He was selling it pretty hard, and he made me believe it. But more so like, – how many sec? They got like three or four segments on SmackDown, and then they got like three segments at WrestleMania Backlash because like- they are the they are <laughs> they are the main event. There's they're nobody's bitch because they're all at the head of the table. Don't y'all understand the bloodline? Listen, let's talk about what happened last night, shall we? Yes. All right. 
and we just started already at the top. Your thoughts to me again, I, 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 I'm a mark of a mark of the definition of a mark. This match to me was match of the night. And I'm going to say that because things that Roman does great, like when he kicked Kevin Owens in the head and talked in the camera and said, have a good night. He was doing that all yesterday during the match. So I'm sorry. Match of the night was the main event for me. Your thoughts on this match? Um, it was good. I, I liked it. I liked it, but I'm, I'm going to, honestly, I'm, I'm still going to say that I actually enjoyed what well, right, right there, right there. The Bailey oh, and yes. Bianca Belair match. That, that I match was, actually love that. That match. match was effing incredible. It's, it's up there. It's up there. It was, a, the it was a very, no, listen now. And I gotta, you know, I gotta start doing this. You gotta start remembering and make me do this match of the night and storyline match of the night. Like how okay. I chose that one. Okay. 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 So if we're doing if we're doing storyline match, storyline match of the night was the main event, obviously. But if we're going to go pure wrestling match of the night, it, it's Bianca and Bailey, and it's not even close to me. I don't this know. Match, this match, this match behind is, me, yeah, the mess is on right good. now. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's I pretty good. The super heavyweights have been killing it in wrestling in the WWE lately. That, okay, that's and, a pretty, it, that's a pretty and, damn. And it's match. it's pretty bad how bad Raw is. Like Raw is so bad oh, that so bad. it's so bad. Like I might actually go catch the the Shawn Michaels A and E biography I missed from last night, right? And it's and the Stanley Cup playoffs also start at eight o'clock tonight too. So I don't I know. Caught, I caught bits and pieces of the Shawn Michaels uh, a documentary. I caught maybe the last thirty. Is it everything I already have on the other five DVDs I have? It's 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 yes, but they go a little bit more in depth about it. it we got a lot of good good shit from Brett. Okay. I mean, we got a lot of good shit. Okay, from Brett. that's you different. Know, then. But that's but we always then. we always knew that Brett was a hater anyway. But <laughs> well, you know, Brett screwed Brett. I said it before. I'm gonna say it again. And Brett's my second favorite wrestler of all time. But Brett screwed Brett. Um. Yeah. So the first match main event was good for you. Um. The the the, the pre show the you the kickoff show whatever you want to call it. Well, King Ricochet, you know he's leaving the company, guys. He wrestled in jeans, and uh and like um. Penny loafers, damn near. Okay, like sorry, he he wrestled in penny loafers, uh, but he loses. But the the, the first match up in the card, my daughter's like, oh my god, I cannot believe that they're starting off with Rhea Ripley, Oscar, and Charlotte Flair. What the heck? And I go, that's how you this. start. That's how you, that's how you started off. That's, that's how you exactly started. How you started off. Your thoughts on to me, this match was really, really, really good. It's just to open up a show. I thought all three girls delivered, but I have to be honest. This match lost about a star or a belt grade for me when Charlotte kicks her and then just disappears like she fell off the like maybe the cameraman would have showed her slip off apron after the kick or something like that. And because of the camera direction of them not showing what happened to her after she kicks Oscar back in the ring, it takes the final end of the, of the match on me. But winner, you're still your champion, the delicious Rhea Ripley. But waiting in the rings is the greatest women's wrestler. Of all the times, Charlotte Flair, your thoughts on this match? I thought it was really good. I mean, like, if you're going to name this WrestleMania backlash, um, there's no. Remember how they they opened up WrestleMania, right? It was it was Lashley versus McIntyre. Great, they set they set the tone for the whole WrestleMania weekend, it. and I felt like those three women set the tone for the night for the rest of the night. I, I don't think that wasn't a boring match to me. Um, outside of the outside the, of the the, the lumberjack, the, yeah, the, the zombies match. Um, I prefer I prefer WWE not 
do a tie-in with a movie. Yes. I get it. It's Batista. Yes. That's fine. But had it been something with, you know, Bray Wyatt or, you know, Undertaker or whatever, like, if you're going to do right. it in that sense, it makes sense because means, of the characters, right? It, it makes sense. Bad even timing, wanted, bad Even if you it. wanted to do an Aleister Black type thing, by all means. Do you think they did Miz is Miz and Miz can almost sell anything? Yeah, it is. I mean, it, this is this is more so a testament of the ever-evolving Mike Mizanin. <laughs> the Miz, real world's own. Um, your thoughts of where this ranks in, with all the gimmick matches of all hell. You have Zombie um, lab, Lumberjack match, the Goopily Gookler. Um, you had the uh, the Kennel from Hell, uh, the, cha- the Chamber of Horrors match, blindfold matches. Uh, what was that? The Judy Bagwell on a forklift <laughs> match. <laughs> uh a That's ladder the worst of love history. match, tuxedo matches. Is this the worst? Because, you know, wrestling fans are shitting all over this. But, again, I always tell wrestling fans, stop shitting on stuff because um, for what it's worth, can I say this? I did like it better than the fucking Orange Juice Kathy Jericho match. And not because of who was in the ring in the match. I just thought it was done that Jericho got kicked into a, a, a thing of orange soda. <laughs> <laughs> who loves orange soda? <laughs> You ever watch? You ever watch Harold and Kumar escape from Guantanamo Bay? Damn, yo, pouring out the cola, your orange soda. <laughs> I, um, it, it's it was okay. I the, the problem with wrestling fans is they act like they were never children. I have children, so it's they act like they were never children. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's like those it's like those people that you grew up with, and all of a sudden, like they rapping now. They're on social media. They rapping. Why you do that? And they talk and they and they talk and they talk about how many guns they got. It's like Cliff, come on, man. I know you, dog. Like, we know you. You was the one, you was getting your, your Pokemon cards taken, and you was powering up at the lunch table. Now you out here busting off the nine. Come on, stop it. <laughs> little do we little do we know, but it's just it's, it's in that All right, sense. Baby of, Creed. All right, it's, baby it's, Creed. It's, it's in that sense. Of, sometimes you have to just Okay, it's it's a, how long was that? It was a three hour pay per view? Two hours? It was it was longer than we all anticipated. Yeah, it so started at seven and go up to like ten fifteen ish, ten twelve, whatever. There's something for everybody, and that that dare I say, an attitude error that was stupid ass matches. Yeah, there was oh god, ass matches. I, I always say do not bring up attitude error for me because although it is the most popular error it is not the best error in professional it wrestling was, it, it, was launched, still, it was it was it launched still, the best it launched it was the best still some, some goofy shit it hey, but it, 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 it launched the best era in professional wrestling, which was the generation after that once they got yeah ruthless, ruthless aggression. aggression now we've got to turn our attention to the dirty dogs Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler, who I'm a huge mark of I'm taking on Ray Mysterio and Dominic Guerrero Jr. y'all know who it is don't try to, what you always say, I'm going to steal your line. You tried to fool me. That little sock in that shoe. <laughs> okay? I know storyline. That is Eddie Guerrero's son. Oh that my is God. his stepdaddy. So they're the first stepdaddy and son champions of all time. Oh now, I know stepparents out there saying to me, I'm not a stepparent. I'm a parent. You're right. I apologize. Ray Mysterio is his father. But by the me, he's Eddie Guerrero's. I saw the process of the paperwork. This match is so proud of the Batman and Robin gear that they wore last night in the ring. Amazing. This match was good. 
the rake kicked out of that high impact famouser from my man Dolph Ziggler, the best seller in professional wrestling today. I said it at me, bro. I love this match though, Dice. Gif, tell me how you feel. Um, I, you know what sucks is I, I actually love this tag team now, and they <laughs> lost the belts. Oh, I love the Dirty Dogs. I love them. At first, at I was, first, I, I Mark, did though. not. I did not yeah, you like hate, it at all. You hate I didn't like Robert it Rude at all. There. Yeah. I hated the fact that this is what they subjected Robert Roode to. Even but Dolph he, Ziggler. I he, hated this is what they... Uh, but, but Rose he, is a historian tag team wrestler, unfortunately. He is, he is. But still, like, let's think about the run that he had on, on NXT. It was amazing. He is a very amazing much amazing run. To you me, know what, he was you the know best guy that stood out in Team Canada to me. He was you know the most standout person. Oh, don't disrespect little Petey Punk, man. Oh, no, no, listen. Little Petey Punk was great because of the Canadian Destroyer. But the best wrestler, the person to me who stood out, when I when I saw them, when I first turned on TNA and I saw them, I noticed him. I said, oh, that's a little Triple H right there. So then, would you would you would you take would you take Robert Roode over James Storm? I would personally. They're they're one A one B to me. It, they are they're both amazing. There's my here's my thing with James Storm again. We're talking about wrestling and how I portray wrestling. It's the gimmick. It's the, I, nothing the, nothing wrong with the gimmick. I, I just prefer Robert's gimmicks better. That's all. I'm not saying it's a bad gimmick. I prefer the, his gimmick better. It's like how I feel about my man Grimes down in NXT. I love it. But I love, you know, like, uh, Million Dollar Man come out. You know, you're no Million Dollar Man. I like how they corrected that, but he's he's trying to claim it. And, of course, Mike Knox, the Million Dollar Thug. That's where I got my name from. So, <laughs> so I, I'm a thug from Chicago who won a lottery ticket and became a millionaire. That's how my claim to fail in my storyline. See, wrestling is storyline. But Batman and Robin and, and the Dirty Dogs. This okay. match was phenomenal. Ray put on, Ray went 25 minutes getting his ass put by himself. He is, it, listen, at this point, it is not nothing that he's not used to. What did, what did, what did, what did Cap B. Kurt, Kurt B. Kappen said? This man, Ray Mysterio, has done everything in the wrestling business. He didn't murder somebody. <laughs> now he's the first ever father and son duo. Like, this guy can't do no wrong. It's Ray Mysterio. Then we, we talked about that aforementioned Damian Priest and the Miz lumberjack match, blah, 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 blah. That match was absolutely horrible. Why? Because Damian Priest is on the card. That's listen, shit. listen, the, the highlight of that shit. Come on, can we just please acknowledge drip my drip? man Johnny Drip Drip? Johnny Drip Drip. My man was on it. What's the movie with a homeboy that was in uh, Twilight that was doing the parkour shit? You know what I'm talking about? I, I, I forgot know, what the I, name I, is. I, I'm going to say, I, you know, I don't do names. Come on. Now. I, I forgot what the name of the movie name. was, but... Did, did, Johnny Drip Drip was on his parkour shit. Okay. He was taking out zombies like Shane from The Walking Dead. He was doing all types now, of I shit. remember Chris Brown and Takers being chased by the cops just running where. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> this home, this homeboy was, he was, homeboy from Twilight was better than that. The whole movie, the whole movie was surrounded. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Talking about, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and Pittsburgh and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's what Johnny Drip Drip remind me of. He was, the, the, the side, the side, flip thingy that he did off the stairs and took out three of them zombies and then he got on then he got on the barricade and did like a little kick was, man this this motherfucker going off right now he must thank think he in a real apocalypse jason michael campbell thank you for the correction i love the calorie because you will fix it and there it is they are the first father and son duo on wwe to hold the tag team championships the mortons hold it first all right mm. um well now we, we talked about it but we didn't talk about people talk about it now my my daughter's new favorite wrestler. I found out last night. I said, baby girl. First of all, my kids are so intelligent. They get on my nerves. 
Okay. So I'm like, it's wrestling time. Put your t-shirts on. I told you a couple weeks ago, Dice, they were kind of mad. They got older shirts. So I go, well, who's your favorite wrestler? I was just asking to know how to, you know, categorize which ones are. She's like, so I can't get more than just one t-shirt? <laughs> That's not what I'm asking you. I'm asking you who you like more in the order. And it is now the EST of the WWE, Bianca Belair, took on, hey, we want some Belair. And when I tell you this match had all the access that it needed to be a great match, it had delivered per vision on activated activated on the dad listen guys when you saw your little perfect vision mom i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm a married man so i know what i'm talking about men who don't know i'm gonna teach you something thongs and underwear have like a little tag like your t-shirt has the tag on it <laughs> and bailey's tag came off the thong and you just saw the whole match long <laughs> so you knew where her butt was just let you know, if you didn't know, you can go back and watch it. You can know where to look, okay? What a match. We're talking about the in-ring performance, though. It probably was, inside the squared circle, the best wrestling match of the night. You said that. I still think that it was um, Bobby Lashley and them that hit for the best match for me. But I think the big guys have been getting, doing it very well. But this match spoke and told the story. The story will continue. Your thoughts on this match? All right, so, <clears throat> first of all, Bailey comes out. I don't her. Well, I, thought, I thought you were going, going to judge me for what I said. Okay, it's something about her ring gear that is so basic, bitch. But I love it. Oh, I don't know. Camera. I don't know these these old navy cargo shorts, shorts, capris that she got on. Just be up her ass. That hang off the hips just over ever so just slightly, a, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. You had two of the most beautiful asses in WWE. In the ring at the same time. That move when right they, there when she jumped on the stairs. I'm sorry, it just was there. It just happened. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, was insane. Yeah. When when they when they started the match off, it was hammerlock, 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 and Bianca tosses her out, and Bailey just gave a <laughs> smile, like, okay, she's she's real. At that point, I knew, all right, this is going to be a match. Like, this is going to be a match. Like, Bailey doesn't get enough credit. She's She's regarded as the weakest of the four horsewomen, and it's bullshit. That's not bullshit. I put her in my no. She, she it is bullshit because I think she's better than Becky Lynch. I, she's but I definitely, think, but she's, but she's definitely to me, she's third, and I have her fifth all time top superstar. So you saw my top fifty women's wrestling list. We're gonna go back over weekend. I have her five. I have her five of all time. Her promo on Friday Night SmackDown, her in ring ability dice. You're talking about it. I, I blind tag you. Continue. What is amazing? Yeah, it, it's it's it, the way that she's able to sink into her character and make the other person look good just by her being annoying. The fact that she shaved, <laughs> yeah. shaved, shit, she, yeah. she definitely yeah. shaved that shit. It was shit, that spray John. It was that spray Yeah, shit. yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. But she put that in her hair with this Karen-ass haircut. Everybody hates a Karen haircut. They hate. That's why she has it. That's, that's why, why she, she has it. it. It's great. It's great. And then Bianca, the character that she has, is just so happy-go-lucky. I'm just so happy to That's be That's why her here, promo but... on Friday was great when she said, I've done that, the ponytail, the skip into the ring. Yep. I've done all those things. I thought I thought Bailey's promo, for me, was the second best promo of the year next to Roman's promo um, that he had cut um, and, and behind, you know, when he first came out with the Tribal Chief John um, yeah, backstage. That's two promos of the year so far. The match in itself, and i got to say this, Dice, I said it. I'm not a fan. I'm trying to become a fan, but I have to be honest, and I do not like doing this publicly, and I hardly ever do this publicly. I have a problem with Bianca Belair 
and her in-ring ship. The smiling. And my daughter said well, later on the night, she said, well, Dad, Roman's smiling. You know, you're not mad at the Roman. I said, Roman's smiling within his character. So then I showed her in that same match. I said, see, I barely smile. It's within her character. She was hip tossing her or, or she, kicked, I think it was one moment. She tried to go for the pin Bianca Belair did and barely kicked out. And she got up and she smiled like, yeah, you kicked out. Like, no, you can't fucking smile at that point. Other than that, that's me nitpicking because I got to be, that's what I, I want everybody to know. Connor but is nerves, it, but Bianca is it Belair's on her way to the top. It's, 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 it's nitpicking for me. But because it, I, think I mean, think about it's it. A it's, like, it's a character thing for me. She's kind of like a nana nana boo boo. Like she, it, it, she's in a ring. She's clapping. Oh, yeah, okay. Bitch, you know what? On, I like, get that. It, it, I get that. If it wasn't for the fact that Rhea Ripley was doing the same thing in her match as well. Okay. Right. It's, it's to me. To me, it's that that next that next crop of women that are doing that, and that's what I don't want to see. You know what I mean? That next crop of women are all. It's it's they're not the four horsewomen in the Oscars coming up now. They're a little think, bit bigger and stronger. Rhea's, I think in Rhea's case, she has to do that because she knows that's the way to get into okay. Charlotte's head. Okay. Okay. Charlotte, Charlotte's, doing the same Charlotte's, thing had her, Charlotte's had her number. She she's has. still trying to get the, she's still trying to get that 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 stench of that WrestleMania loss. Are, are you the unnecessary WrestleMania loss. It was necessary because it was COVID. It doesn't count. Who remembers that pay-per-view? Just I, saying. Okay. Bobby Lassie, Drew McIntyre, and Bronson, like I said, to me, match of the night. A plus, A plus, A plus. The fact that my kids, oh my God, Bobby Lashley's dead. And then he comes out <laughs> of nowhere and wins this match clean because it's a triple threat match. My man put in the terrible that he wants, he wanted Braun Strowman to win. And I thought, hey, if ever, I'll put it back up. If ever a moment Braun Strowman would win a match, it could have been this one because of how they took Bobby out. But hey, I'm here for Bobby Lashley. I'm here to scream, let's go, Bobby Lashley. I love the match. The best interest in professional wrestling. Even today on the Instagram, in the, the, the 305 MVP's Instagram, they're still doing wrestling in those moments. And that's what I love about professional wrestling. Be a professional wrestler that was an old school professional wrestler but know how to use today's technology. So if you're going to be on social media, be your character, not a real person. That's That defeats the purpose of your character. Your character has yeah, to believe. But, yeah, but in, in these times, in these times of of social media, right? It it, it it's th- they have this moniker now. Get two accounts. Sports, Get two accounts. It, it's sports entertainment, right? Sports mm-hmm. entertainment. Now these they're they're, they're on ESPN. Why that sounds so hard to say when you said that? They're on ESPN and FS1, so now they want to be treated like real athletes mm, and oh i use God. that very loosely i use that very loosely because th- it, it is what they do it is a form of, of athleticism it is a form of sports so but when you put the the entertainment at the end of it it kind of tarnishes the sports of it okay. so but it, it's these people that we see on tv and they're 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 putting them on the same level as the the athletes that we love the 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 Kobe Bryant's rest in peace the the LeBron James Mia Mia Hams the Wayne Gretzky Mia Yams Mia Mia Ham oh Yams Ham oh yeah okay I'm sorry Yams the, okay. the soccer the soccer chick oh the Ham. soccer one okay okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like you it, with, with social media these these personas that we see on TV that are untouchable they're within a keyboard stroke yeah you know what I'm saying like and and the thing now is these these people have to they 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 have to look out for themselves just like the 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 NFL players have to look out for themselves because when they get cut or they get traded 
that's what's best for business. Well, but but in, if these are best for business, but you're still selling your character off camera. So that way the next company can pick you up. But it's not only that, but it, 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 it's the simple fact of remember, I want I want to go back and I know I'm, I'm going on right now. My, does my time is or, does Randy Orton going. does Randy Orton break character? Yes. On, on internet. No, he doesn't. He stays Randy Orton. He, he does stays, break he, he, he does break, he, he breaks character on camera and on the internet. But majority of the, the time, man, the man Orton. was dancing to Cardi B on, on TikTok. But he's that's he just the man having a good time. He doesn't be. Did you see this motherfucker Braun Strowman and Daisy Dukes on Instagram? That's old, and I tried to forget that until you brought it back up. Damn it, guys! But but my 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 point is, remember when CM Punk did his pipe bomb and he was saying, you know, you, you see you see me in the airport at three a.m. and you you shoved this Seven Eleven Slurpee in my in my face and expect me to sign it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like. This is the reason why they do these things, so they don't have to do that type of stuff. I think they it's still, the they still have a they I still have yeah, yeah they still have a brand to protect, but they also they, they have a brand to protect, and they also have a brand to build on. So it, it's kind of they got to keep the meaning. To me, that's wrestling fans' problems and fans in general problems. I know there's a fucking difference between fucking CM Punk and Phil Brooks. Yo, Phil Brooks, you're the motherfucking man. Yo, CM Punk, fuck you for leaving wrestling. See, I know the difference. Not so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but 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 13, 14 year old Johnny Cake, he don't he don't know the that's difference. That's his just... fault. That's his <laughs> problem. If my son, if we go outside right now and the cops come, my kids are to know, yes, sir, no, sir. This is where I live at, sir. Because I taught him that. Now, moving on to Seth White Jesus, the best suit man in the business game. Move over, Steve Harvey. Coming <laughs> after the match. Listen, Steve Harvey got to move over. Seth Rollins' suit game is fleek, as my daughter used to say 10 years ago or five years ago. And says, I can't say it anymore. But if my mother can say the bomb when it was out, I can still say fleek because I like the word. Okay, <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen. The match was over. You got mad because I said there's no bigger story right now in wrestling than to put these two guys up. That Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns are the biggest guys in wrestling. The way they stood toe to toe and Seth left and went and beat up Cesaro's ass, and you mentioned that's not true. We'll get to that momentarily. What does that tell us about? Is Cesaro out of the title picture next? Because this means what exactly? Like, this tells you what you said earlier, or tells us rather what you said earlier. This is all about the bloodline, right? Because he beat this guy, he beat him clean. Seth comes in and interferes. Seth and him look at each other like, oh, it, it can probably happen. <laughs> not right now. I'm gonna whip his ass, right? And then Cesaro can't take an ass woman like that. Unless Cesaro really hurt himself or was hurt before this match and he's out for injury reasons, which I haven't checked any dirt she's later to know because we did think he was really selling the injury last night. Your thoughts yeah. about what's going on? Could that be a real injury? I think I think you check, I think you check it on the map as I said it. Um, but if it's storyline and it's wrestling purposes, this knocks him out of the title picture, does it not? Uh I think it does, but it keeps him it keeps him floating around. And at this point, you need you need to keep him floating around for the time being. Reason why? Oh, you know what? I forgot. It's been weighing on my heart heavy. Where was Apollo Cruz? He didn't have to be on the pay per view. You understand that him and Commander Aziz was probably in some nice um um gir- coke, uh, one of them chickens and 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 some and, and with the curry and the in the in the in the. What's that stuff I had that tastes like pot roast, baby? What's my wife can hear me right now that they be making? That, that get that uh, all that Jamaican food. 
but you know, he's I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. I, 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 it didn't dawn on me until after I watched. I was like, wait, there was no Apollo, there was no Big E, and there didn't need to be. It didn't. You're right. It didn't. However, this leads my my it segues into my point. Just keep him floating around. Keep Cesaro floating around. Eventually, we're going to get Big E floating around. Seth Rollins floating around. That's that's three extra contenders, right? That's three extra contenders mm-hmm. that we didn't have. Who else we're we not even thinking about on the roster that could do it? On that SmackDown side of things, I mean, I know you don't want to say it, but I'm still waiting for my man Sami Zayn to get that next extension. So uh, you know what? I, if you look at Sami Zayn's character, is, right versus what's going on with Roman, it goes. I think it goes perfect what he's building. He's building this whole conspiracy thing, and the WWE letting people get what they want. Roman gets what he wants. So if you can write that storyline for Sammy, the problem is the two hills. True. I can't. I, I'm looking at the roster right now. And I mean, if you're going to, I don't see Alistair Black coming back to be in the main event picture. He's probably somewhere hovering around the IC title. Um, so right now you, you really just have Big E, Cesaro, Seth Rollins, and maybe the Usos flying around there somewhere. That's that's all I see. But I think I think those three opponents with the inclusion of the bloodline storyline can push this thing well past SummerSlam and maybe into Survivor Series until we can get Big E to get enough steam to actually win that. And I I believe by within the next eight months, Big E will be in the title picture or he'll win the title. I'm sorry. I just told you I didn't mean to do that. Okay. I know. <laughs> I was I was trying to mention the names of the foods. I apologize, Wally. My mind, blame it on the a- 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 alcohol. Okay, I'm sorry. I've been drinking that much. First of all, what do you know? I told you I was going and had some back shots and bacon. Now we didn't get no bacon. You got you got. <laughs> okay, but the rest happened. Skip. Okay. Okay. Oh, um, listen. I I wanted I wanted to run some something by you. Go ahead. Uh, you got about six more words. Let's go. Two words or too sweet. Mm-hmm. Now, the other day, I'm, I'm scrolling on Facebook and I see somebody posted <laughs> a link about Sting <laughs> allegedly snitching on wrestlers for cheating on their wives. I saw that one. And so I get in there and I'm reading the comments and obviously not one person actually read the article <laughs> and took into consideration who said it and when they said it, it was Shaggy Too Dope from ICP. There's your answer right there. So that, that should Two disqualify words. him. Two words. Two words. That should disqualify him from having any credibility because, mm-hmm. one, nobody fucking liked you guys. That's, like the, WCW, fun, that's like the love guy on the couch, dude. Bubba, Bubba the love sponge. Yeah, that, that guy. Nobody yeah. So, so nobody liked those guys in, in WCW. They thought they were a complete joke. They were, but I this is this joke. is after the fact that he said that he said Sting came up to them and said they can't wear black and white face painting because he had it trademarked. You think he ran up to Vampiro and told him that? <laughs> this is, I'm a Stop it. Guy. Two words. My guy. Two words for you. Definitely. Two words Sucking. for you. That that was that that was that that had been irking me for the past couple of days, and I just had to get it. One out. more, two sweeter, or, or or suck it. Your your yep. thoughts on this? Uh, I, I said it to you a little bit about 
The reason why Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, is not on television, he has been having a difficult time dealing with the loss of one Brody Lee on top of the birth of his latest child and then also coming back and not being in safe missing man took him off of TV as well. Um, the two out of three of the article in which I read, I will say too sweet, but the part of Vince McMahon kicking him off TV because he's in, in his shape, that part, I don't know, did y'all not remember Husky Harris? He hired Husky Harris, didn't he? So why would he not get rid of Bray Wyatt? Here he knows Bray Wyatt you know, tapples with weight back and forth there. Uh, what do you give that? Um, It's hard. It's hard. Uh, I want to say two words for you. Mm -hmm. However, I want to say there probably is some validity mm. to. I can't spell that word, that. but my Siri can. Go ahead. So, some, some part of that, those articles probably are true. Mm -hmm. But I don't think weight is a, a thing. The man wrestles in all black <laughs> with red stripes. You all can hide that shit. The camera puts on 10 pounds. You can hide that shit. Um, <laughs> I don't think. Okay, so I'm reading it. Was this on Wrestling Edge? Because this is what I'm seeing now. I got um, it from E-Wrestling News. Uh, my man, Brian Clark, who uh, okay. I know uh, in the business. So if any dirt shit I do read, I get anything I get from, from Mr. Clark. Oh, okay, so I, and I, do, I do take a lot of what they say. You know, I I, I, I believe most They're of the guys they say, when I first started in this business that gave me the information that helped me get to where I where I've gotten it with interviews and things like that. So I think and they and they were the they were the actually first and only wrestling site that I when it started to get big, dirt she started to get big. Yeah, that was, was the first only incredible one, and I still go to them to this day. So although they still plagiarized my interview that I had with Michael Tarver. You, you can let you, you know I do not like that. They took my entire interview and took out my name in that interview. With Michael Tarver, when he the one who said, you know, John Cena broke his arm on purpose. That's the story for a different day. Um, before we get up out of here, guys, shout out to the Unpopular Wrestling Review Show. The Raw Review Show will be on tonight after Monday Night Raw. Tuesday night, uh, NXT Review Show comes on after NXT. I will be there tomorrow. My first NXT show that's not a, a house show. I cannot wait. Shout out to Nico Extra for getting me the insights to get into that one. Also, Wednesday night. The AEW Dynamite review. You have the SmackDown review on Friday. You have the, um, my girl's show coming up. She does, they, they do the movie reviews. I know they just did The Prince of Egypt. Wow, having to go back and watch that movie. Um, so I know they do their, their shows. Other big things are gone, as they say, for the um, popular review show. We took our talents to South Beach. Well, I'm closer. He's on his way. That's my right-hand man. But, guys, any final words before we get up out of here, brother? Uh, raw preview. Uh, MVP yeah. says he's got some special things, uh, lined just, up for Bobby Lashley. -bar. And he said, "Listen, I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping." He told him he wants him to take some time off. So I'm hoping he's like, you know what? Don't even worry about the hurt business, Gilp. Mm. We got two people here that's going to carry it on and hold it down for you while you're gone. Hopefully, I'm still waiting on these next people for the hurt business. That's it. That's I mean, it. I'm still looking forward to what the hell is Riddle going to do this week to fucking piss off Orton. <laughs> I'm definitely. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to that. Uh, outside of that, I don't care what Drew McIntyre does. I think that at some point Drew in time, better be out of the title picture. Drew has definitely, to go. We are definitely going to, to get uh, uh, Gender Mahal versus Drew McIntyre. I am all here on the for next. it. Hell no I am neck. all here for it. Gender has been laying the groundwork on Twitter on, on WWE's The Bump. He's saying that if it wasn't for him becoming champion and showing Drew how to be champion, he wouldn't even been champion. Mm. So 
Y'all need to start putting some respect on the <laughs> Maharaja. The Maharaja. Listen, the Z is silent gaming page. Make sure you go like it. Mike Knox gaming page. Make sure you go like it. Listen, guys, as Dice would say, we're not actually going to go buy no platters. We're not actually going to go out there on the corner and panhandle for some money. We're asking for you just to click a button that says like. That is it. You don't like it? Listen anyway or click the button anyway. With that being said, that is the almighty Dice Man. I am the beginner, the ender, the end of the be the original. King of belts. And don't you suck and forget it. This is the motherfucking six object. The new tag team on the block of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Impressive they are. The gangsters. New guy. Let me tell you something. 30 years ago, we would have been strung up in somebody's tree. Getting hung for beating two white boys the way we just did. But now, you might want to come out here and put some belts on us. But the only belt we going to be wearing around here is a tag team belt. Let me tell you something. I don't like being up here. I was getting up on top. I slipped and fell. It's a tobacco spit. And you know what I'm saying? Nothing but rednecks up here. Nothing but geese up here. Nothing but coal miners up here. Chicken farmers. Classy. I don't like nobody but my partner. You understand? I don't care who you line up in front of me. I'm going to show you how bad New Jack and Mustafa is. You want to talk about violence? Violence to you might be pushing by the figure four. Violence to me is taking a can of gas and pouring it on you and setting you on fire. <laughs> like me or not, I didn't come up here to be like, I came up here to get paid. And whoever you put in front of me, I'm going to drop you down. I like to send a special shout out to my homeboy, OJ Simpson. Keep up the good work, baby. <laughs> Too late. We got the warriors about. You understand? Keep up the good work. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's gonna pay. There's a million dollar man. Always in his way. Million dollar man. Million, 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 million. Yeah. yeah. It's like the illest posse cup right here, man. Sean Watts on the track. Seuss. Don one. Rebooted. I'm one in a million with a million dollar flow Fred DiBiase got the power in the door If it's a problem, let me know where I suggest you let it go Cause it ain't worth the problems that'll be knocking at your door Homie, please don't make me hurt you Disrespect the boss, ain't can treat it like Virgil Cause when I write raps, it's beyond your price tag 